Hey y'all, I'm Brooke Hoover, a Louisiana native, actor, writer, and comedian. I've lost 100 pounds through diet and exercise, or shall I say, lifestyle changes. My 20 year and counting health journey has taught me that just like taking a diet pill for weight loss, body positivity doesn't magically happen overnight. I'm working on regaining my self-esteem and rekindling my love affair with Cajun and Southern comfort food in a healthier way, all the while juggling eating as clean as I can, reestablishing myself in the entertainment industry, which, as we know, is historically fat-phobic, all the while showing my inner fat girl some love. That's fat with a PH. Pretty hot and tempting. Let me tell y'all a tale or two. Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Who's Dat Fat Girl. I want to preface it with this. The episode title is Jesus Take the Wheel. Well, while I am I ha- am raised Christian and I do follow a lot of the uh, Christian church calendar, I am more spiritual. I accept all religions or all non-religions. I accept everyone. So who's dat fat girl is non-denominational. We are secular and I am in no means trying to convert anyone to Christianity here. You will see why if you jump into this episode with me that we are calling this episode Jesus Take the Wheel. It is also a Carrie Underwood song for those of you Carrie Underwood fans out there. So let's dive right on in. So I grew up in Louisiana and South Louisiana, but we also spent every summer in the mountains of North Carolina, um, more remote and specifically kind of a little bit inland or outland, I believe, and more up into the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina. A lot of people have heard of Asheville, North Carolina, but not many people have heard of Sapphire or Highlands or Cullowee or Lake Toxaway, uh, Transylvania County. That's where my mom used to live. Um for some of her lifetime. So those summer memories in North Carolina were very fond, very awesome. And one year I was in college and my best friend Lindsay came up to visit me and uh, we were looking for something fun to do. And this was back in the day when internet was still dial up. And of course, in the the mountains of North Carolina, the dial up internet was even worse than your average dial up. So we were looking for something fun to do. And in the phone book, yes, we still had a phone book. There was like different little kind of blurbs with different things to do. And we had already done most of them, such as sliding rock, etc. But there was something called Judicala Rock. And to read y'all a little bit of a description of what they have now, I don't have the phone book anymore, obviously, but this was the closest description I could find to what they listed in the phone book of like tourist attractions, fun things to do. Judicola Rock in Jackson County near Silva and Western Carolina University is a sandstone boulder with some 1,500 designs carved into it by the Cherokee. It's about 30 miles from the Koala boundary, home to today's eastern band of Cherokee. Cherokee Indians. Nearby Cullowee was a Cherokee town. Alrighty. So, uh, alrighty. I never really say alrighty unless I am 
imitating Ace Ventura. So Lindsay, my best friend, and I and our uh, neighbor boy just up the hill from my mama, he was about maybe 12 or 13 years old, and he was totally hysterical. His name was Brian. And how was he funny? Like, don't just say he was hysterical. Describe to me how was he hysterical. Not hysterical as in like, ah, ah, freaking out, but he was a funny guy. At the time, he had two broken arms. Yes, two broken arms because he was a bad boy, as my mama would say. So the bad boy, Brian, our neighbor with his two broken arms, Lindsay and I, we load up into my 1995 white Ford Mustang and we drive the back roads of Transylvania County. Um, They became dirt roads because we thought it would be the quickest way, and it was, to Judicola Rock. So we start kind of, we used MapQuest directions. We printed out MapQuest quest directions. Yes, that's that gives you an idea of the time period that this was. And we start driving, driving. Okay. And so I'm expecting, and so is Lindsay, and I think so is Brian with his two broken arms, that this rock is going to be kind of on the edge of a mountain, right? Kind of like, you know, if y'all watch Big Sky, well, spoiler alert, one of the guys falls off the mountain in season three and Reba McIntyre's um, season. I love Big Sky, but I expected it to be kind of like Big Sky Fabulous, you know, or, or North Carolina Sky Fabulous. The North Carolina mountains are not clearly as big as they have in Montana. But so we start driving and instead of what's the word climbing the mountain and sort of instead of escalating in the Mustang we're like de-escalating there's no mountains around we are in a cow field y'all and it starts raining and it's getting muddy and we're like where is this judicola rock I'm expecting to end up like on the edge of the earth and judicola rock is going to be carved into the side of a mountain nope we look on MapQuest and we see a little sign says judicola rock this way And we keep driving into the middle of like the cow field. I may have said cow patty, but you know, same thing. Cow patties are within a cow field. And it's like this little roped off area. Um, It's if they had said this, they said this in Wikipedia, but they didn't say this in the phone book. It's 0.85 acres. It's not big at all. 0.85 acres is, is minuscule compared to what we were expecting. And the rock is not on the side of a mountain. The rock... This sandstone boulder, as they say, is just like plop in the middle of a cow pasture. So we go and look at it. It's it's pretty awesome. Like the carvings, I'm not going to lie, are awesome. But it starts raining. So the, the carvings are filling up with water and like we're getting muddy. And so I'm like, guys, let's head back into the car. Let's 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 get out of here. It's getting muddy. So we get into the Mustang and as Mustangs are, if you've ever had a sports car, they're not very practical for the North Carolina mountains. Uh, so we're, my wheels are spinning. The Mustang wheels are spinning. They're, we're not moving. We're not going anywhere. I'm trying to reverse to get out, to get out of the kind of like the parking area. We cannot move. Uh, Brian, our only manly man, and Lindsay and I are very like independent women. Uh, we are trying our best to, to put our thinking caps on to figure out a way to get the Mustang out. And really the only option we have, we can't reverse out of the spot that we're in to properly exit. The only option we have is to go forward, okay? But if we go forward, we're going to hit this big old gate that belongs to somebody who I think owns the cows. Like now Judicola Rock, I believe, belongs to Jackson County. But at the time, I think it was 
on somebody's prop, like belong to somebody's property. So the only way to get out is to bust through the gate. So we're like, okay, let's go just open this gate. The gate has a lock on it. The gate is locked. And again, it's a Ford Mustang. It's not like a a Range Rover Defender or something gigantic like a Hummer. I don't have a large vehicle to bust through this gate. There's a lock. And Brian, our bad boy neighbor, he's like, well, we could always pick the gate. We could just pick, pick the lock. I'm like, pick the lock with what? Start looking, everyone. And all we can find is sticks. All we can find is um, sticks and stones. They'll just break your bones, but they won't pick the lock that you need to get open. And I'm like, y'all, wait, wait, wait a second. I start digging in the console of my Ford Mustang and oh, I'm showing it for my YouTube friends, but I'll describe it. S- describe it for my podcast friends. I'm sorry I let out a tiny burp because I got very excited. It's a Jesus safety pin. It says Jesus with a heart around it. And it's a big old Jesus safety pin that my mama must have had in the Mustang before she gave me the Mustang. So Brian, being that he's a bad boy, he picks, he pulls apart the, oh, sorry, I don't want to break the safety pin. I've had it for decades now. He kind of pulls apart the safety pin. It's still pulled apart. And he goes up to the gate with his two broken arms. His fingers can still work. And he picks the lock. Nobody's around. We are afraid. We're like in shotgun land. Y'all, we are in like redneck of redneck land. And, you know, I I don't say this offensively because um, it's just, I'm sorry, it's just the truth. And my friend Brian, our neighbor, he would be the first to admit that he's a redneck. So we're in his, he's like, don't worry, girls, we're in my neck of the woods. I'm a redneck. So um, this smart boy picks the lock, opens the lock, and we're just waiting for somebody to come out with their, their hound dogs and their shotguns. Nobody comes and we just push that Mustang forward and we speed out of there. We don't lock the lock back, nothing. We just keep on going. And so y'all, um, of course, this is going to have a moral to the story. The moral to the story is this. If your wheels keep on spinning, if you're trying and trying and trying so, so hard for something and it's just not working Why do we keep doing the same thing over and over? Why do we keep doing something that's not helping us? That's, that's not getting us forward. You know, um, sometimes it's better to not do anything at all. Sometimes it's better to take a leap of faith, whether that is the faith you believe in, even if that faith you believe in is your higher self, whatever that is, sometimes you just have to think out of the box and let Jesus take the wheel. And I say, Jesus, take the wheel. Again, insert that with your higher self, taking a break, taking a moment to regroup, and letting that shit go, as they say. I need to practice what I preach. Again, I'm not trying to preach, right? Right? I'm not trying to put anybody off here. But, you know, it's an expression, right? I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Recently, as we know, my dad has been in the hospital. And I have been the queen of making to-do lists and getting those to-do lists done because there's not really much else I can do other than the to-do list. But yes, there is. I could just let Jesus take the wheel or however the song goes. I've only heard the song one time when I was in North, North Carolina, actually. But, you know, we can apply this to a lot of things. Um, 
I know a lot of myself and my fellow actors, sometimes when work is slow, for example, we think, oh, we got to do this. We got to get new headshots. We got to we got to email all of our representation and we, we got to do this. And we, you know, it, it, see that mud turning wheels kind of feeling. So I've been doing that lately with my dad, like, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this. And sometimes we just have to let it go. You know, I notice a lot of people, myself included, have also done that with weight loss. Like I got to keep, got to keep exercising, got to keep, got to keep, got to not eat anything, but I got to keep exercising, got to keep exercising. I got to keep exercising. And y'all, this is a known fact. I will quote it from a source specifically. Again, it's all over the place. You can Google it. You can search with your own research, but this is specifically from University Health News. Overtraining causes the body's adrenal glands, which manage stress, to secrete high levels of cortisol on a regular basis. High cortisol can cause bone loss and muscle breakdown, create belly fat, increase sugar cravings, and lead to insulin resistance, a pre-diabetic condition that causes high blood sugar. So dude, I'm not saying don't exercise. I'm just saying... Sometimes when you want something or you want something to happen so badly, and I'm saying you, but I mean me, right? Because we all write the book that we need to read or we all do the podcast that we need to hear. But I think we all need to hear this, especially right now, especially as we're kind of still digging our way out of the past several years, is that overdoing is just going to create more mud and more friction, and it's going to make your proverbial 1995 Ford Mustang tires keep spinning. Just let it go. Take a moment to rest or pause. Find your proverbial Jesus safety pin somewhere. Pull it out your butt. Find it somewhere and let that take over. I'm taking a deep breath because I think we all need to take a deep breath because this is very hard for me to do. But we need to give up control, right? And hey, if you are ever in the Cullowhee area of Western North Carolina, go check out Judah Color Rock. Go check it out. The Cherokee tribe did a beautiful job of the carvings. It's just that in my own head and Lindsay and Brian and our own heads, we had elevated it to something that it didn't quite live up to. But at the end of the day, it did live up to something because it taught me a very important lesson. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. It is my hope to inspire, uplift, and entertain you with this Who's Dat Fat Girl podcast. So if you're hungry for more, you can book me to speak or perform my solo show that inspired this podcast, Fat Girl Costumes, written by yours truly and directed by Brian Lady at your virtual or in-person event please visit brookhoover.com slash fluffybuttproductions or email me at contactbrookhoover at gmail.com for more info. And let's follow each other on Instagram. I'm at brookhoover. And the O's in my name are not the letter O, they're zeros. Not because I want to be a size zero, but because I guess I'm just so clever with my late 90s Yahoo self. And if you like this podcast, which I really hope you do, please give me a five-star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts. And most importantly, share this with your friends, family, and other people you may know who are as fat as we are. That's fat with a PH.